Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, every week when we gather around here, we talk about things that are fun. And Rachel, this week, I want to talk about Encouragement Cafe Countdown to Christmas. And what I mean by that is we have special songs that kind of have some meaning behind them for us personally in this season of uh, festivities that we're in the middle of right now. And I, I want to kick it off by talking about one that was my mom's very favorite song. At Christmas time, it just wasn't Christmas unless this song came on and my mom would go kind of swinging around the floor as she sang along with it. And it was the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos I can't imagine Christmas without that song. Well, it's interesting because that song reminds me of my father-in-law. Uh, he's passed away now, but for years, I never understood sort of the, it seemed to be like an inside joke with them or something, but every Christmas, um, Rick and his father uh, would sing just that line, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, and they would drop their chin when they said chest, and then they'd raise their chin up really high as they sang out nuts. <laughs> And it was just this over-exaggerated, and that's the only line they would sing because they would break up laughing um, after that. But that would happen at least four or five times every December. And I don't know what the history of it was, but now I'll be like in a, you know, in a grocery store somewhere with carols playing, and I'll hear that line, and I'll picture the two of them, and then I start laughing. Oh, that's a great memory. You know, I think that's what Christmas songs do. They bring out all of the memories that are tucked down inside, those things that nobody could take away from you. You know, as as you get older, you really realize that it is the memories that we make that are priceless. Now, I've told you mine, my very first one. Now, tell me a song that really says Christmas to you. Well, this um, this one, the first one that comes to my mind is probably not what most people think of, but it's the Little Drummer Boy. And 
this one is etched in my mind uh, for two reasons. One, I very much remember the 1970s. I think it was maybe even done in claymation. Uh, it was one. It was an animated show that would play on TV, um, and it would you know show the story of this little drummer boy coming to the baby Jesus. And so I loved watching that. Um, I my mom. I, I don't know which came first. My love of the little drummer boy or my mom uh, buying this Christmas decoration. I don't know what the chicken and the egg is there, but we had this three foot tall motorized little drummer boy that sat in our entryway and, you know, his arms would go up and down like he was playing. Now, thankfully, the sticks did not hit the actual drum, so you didn't have drumming noise all day. They would stop just short, Um, but that was the coolest Christmas decoration, and so um, so I love that for that reason. But also, it's not just I remember the cartoon that I loved and the decorations that I loved. It's really um, the the message of the song. There's a particular point where the um, little drummer boy says to the baby Jesus, you know, hey, he says, I'm a poor boy too. Um, I don't have any gifts to bring to you like these, you know, kings have brought you. Um, all I have is the gift of my ability to play this drum so I'm going to play for you and that just touches me Luann I don't know why that touches me but um, Rick uh, my husband plays in a, a worship band at church and he says he thinks that touches me because it's kind of like the fishes and the loaves right we just we bring whatever it is that we have to God and we know it's not going to be enough um, that he's worth so much more but he willingly accepts it and multiplies it and makes it all that it needs to be so I just love that story do you remember Pebbles and Bam Bam from the Flintstones? I do. They, I do. They had a Christmas album that was one of my favorites. And actually, <laughs> my, my little sister, who was nine years younger than me, got so upset with me because when I got married and left the house, I took that album with me. And it has disappeared somewhere in one of my moves over the years. And she kind of didn't forgive me for many, many years for losing (laughs) Pebbles and Bam Bam. But they sang Little Drummer Boy. And I loved the way they did it. It's just, you know, one of those cool memories. Uh Uh-huh. I had no idea that Pebbles and Bam Bam made a Christmas album. That's hysterical. (laughs) One of my favorite songs on there, I've never heard anybody else sing it, was Snowflake. We are counting down to Christmas, Encouragement Cafe songs that we love that make us think about something special. And you know, Rachel, for me, I remember my dad loving the song, I'll be home for Christmas. And he said the reason that it just made him emotional every time he heard it was because he was in World War II at Pearl Harbor. And he remembered feeling like, I hope I make it home. I hope I make it home. And I think about all of our servicemen and women who are out in, uh, you know, maybe our first responders or anybody that is far away from home and they just want to get back home for the holidays. It just stirs up all of those 
emotions and thoughts inside my own heart every time I hear that song. I think of my daddy. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. You know, I don't think I've ever not been home for Christmas. So I don't really have a... You know, I understand that sentiment, but I, I guess I've never been in those shoes. But I am now ha- having kids that are away at college, so I have experienced the waiting for someone to come home for Christmas, but I've never been on the other end of that. Well, it's not fun, but it is one of those songs that just makes you realize that not Not everybody is smiling this season, and maybe it's a good time to look around and notice the people who are really hurting and struggling this time of year. Oh, that is such an important point. Um, Yeah, that makes me realize how lonely it would feel to not be home for Christmas or to want to be home for Christmas and you can't go. And um, Christmas is always thought of as such a like a family centric time. But uh, that makes me want to look around and say, who might I need to invite in to join my family Um, over Thanksgiving? My son's friend, um, his was not having any Thanksgiving. His mother is not on the scene in his family. I don't really know the situation there. But my son just came to me and said, Hey, my friend is not going to have a Thanksgiving. Could he come to ours? And I was like, Absolutely. <laughs> um, who might I pull into our, our Christmas who wouldn't otherwise have a Christmas? I'll be home for Christmas If only in my And as we're counting down to Christmas here on Encouragement Cafe, what is next on your list, Rachel? Well, um, I know you know this about me. I love music. I love to sing. It makes me happy to sing. And I'm a terrible singer. Um, I don't hear harmony. Like, that's a complete foreign language to me when people are talking about picking out the harmony lines versus the melody lines. I just hear one line. (laughs) And, um, and even that one line I hear, I cannot sing on key. And um, I don't know where the key is. I am key blind, apparently. I am not colorblind, but I'm key blind. And Rick claims that anytime that I sing something acapella, that I revert to the tune of I'm a little teapot. 
So I'm really not a very good singer. And my kids, both of them, um, they are three years apart. Um, but when they were young, of course, you hold your babies and you rock them and you sing to them and you sing them to sleep. When each of them got around about to maybe age, you know, 18 months or so or two or so, uh, each of them, there was a specific point in time when I was singing them to sleep that they said, don't sing, mommy. <laughs> I understood because I know I'm not a good singer, but yeah, that was a, oh, don't sing, mom. No, no, sh- mommy, don't sing. Don't sing. But um, but this one Christmas carol, apparently I can stay relatively on key for most of this song. The one song um, that my kids would let me sing them as a lullaby is Silent Night. I sung that year round. Like I would sing that to them in the middle of summer uh, at, at bedtime because A, I could sing it, and B, they wouldn't tell me to stop singing. (laughs) Well, I love Silent Night, not only because of the message in the the tune, but because when I was in high school, I took German. Now, everybody else was taking, you know, Spanish or French. No, not Luann. I took German because I wanted to be different. Can you imagine? (laughs) But so I remember learning this song at Christmas time, and I only remember part of it. I loved learning that in a different language. It just, it was really cool to hear the entire uh, classroom sing that song in German together because it just reminded me that it is a timeless message that. everybody can relate to no matter what language you speak yes well and i have to tell you as a child learning silent night that was one of those songs where i didn't understand parts of the lyrics i could make my mouth make the words um you know, sound like what I would hear, but it didn't make sense to me. The line in Silent Night about um, round, the round virgin, right? The Mother Mary with child. Um, round yon virgin. Like, I didn't know what that was. I might as well have been singing German because that sounded like German to me. Um, so there were parts of the song that I knew and I would sing with gusto and parts that I would just sort of save the words and think, I don't know what a round yon virgin is. Um, so, um, and that makes me think of one of my other favorite Christmas carols, which is, do you hear what I hear? Said the night wind to the little lamb, do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. See what I see, a star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite, with a tail as big as a kite. Do you hear what I hear was, um, it's a fairly recently written song. It was written in the 1960s um, by a a married couple. And this was um, during this period in time, apparently the the Cuban Missile Crisis was going on. And there was sort of a fear about maybe there being war with Cuba, um, which is, you know, very near the shores of, of the U.S. And so it was kind of born out of that time period 
Um, and the couple who wrote it said that it was a plea for peace um, at that point in time and kind of a, you know, can, can we come together? Can we, do, can we hear the same things? Do we see the same things? Can we find that there's common ground and points of commonality between us? And then can we pray for peace? You know, pay, pray for peace, people everywhere. Um, so I like that one. Now, I've got to tell you, one of the other songs on my countdown to Christmas is is more of a fun Christmas song because my family watches this movie every year. I mean, there are some Christmas movies that we absolutely have to watch. One of them is It's a Wonderful Life because... That one has such a great message. And I know our producer who is producing this show for us today has been to my house. And that's something that we do together a lot of times with Jay because it is so it's just so timeless talking about how, you know, you do matter in this life. And, and so one of the movies is White Christmas. We watch it every year because there's just something so fun and whimsical and hopeful about that movie where, you know, the sisters are singing and the, they go to help the, the old um, general who's now, you know, in tough times in the, in the end. And it's just such a sweet, wonderful movie. And the, the music is so great in it. And my kids would not think it was Christmas if we didn't watch the movie and we didn't sing the song, White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Yeah, so the plot of that movie, a successful song and dance team become romantically involved with a sister act, and they team up to save a failing Vermont inn um, for the, the, the former general, as you said. To me, that's like the impetus for every Hallmark Christmas movie, right? They're, they're, they're always, there's always somebody's going to fall in love, and in an inn or a bed and breakfast or a Christmas tree farm, is something is going to get saved. <laughs> um, a failing fill-in-the-blank is going to be saved. Um, but yeah, I love Christmas movies. I don't... Uh, other times of the year, I might not have as much patience for a you know pretty simple, somewhat nostalgic or sappy movie, but I can't get enough of them at Christmas time. I can't either. And on the whole sappy side of things, uh, I always play this song from the time my kids were old enough to hear a Christmas song. This is the song that I play when I wake them up. At Christmas on Christmas Day. And I think this started maybe back when I was a kid because my grandparents had six kids and they couldn't get to just one person's house. They would try to make all six kids home on Christmas Day. And so they had to travel not horribly far because we didn't we didn't live that far away from one another. But you know, probably the farthest away was about two hours. So my grandparents would start at about three or four o'clock in the morning and show up at the very first house 
of whichever kid was on the list that year to be first. And they would come and they would ring the jingle bells when they walked in the door and they said, Santa Claus is here, Santa Claus is here, meaning that they had arrived. And then there would be a great, wonderful Christmas song that they would start singing. So I think that that memory for me then translated to playing Winter Wonderland, not just anybody singing it, had to be Johnny Mathis. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. The lead-in to it, you know, gives gave me time to ring the jingle bells because there was this lead-in Uh, before he started singing and I would ring the jingle bells and go running through the house guess who's here Santa Claus is here Santa Claus has been here and I you know it would just even though my kids way outgrew thinking that there was ever any Santa Claus it was still the fun of that moment and my kids still they're grown they have children of their own Uh, And we're going to their house this year. And they said, are you bringing the Jingle Bells and Johnny Mathis? So Winter (laughs) Wonderland has to happen every Christmas. You were talking about uh, an album that you have that was so meaningful. And I know that there is one song on that album from the Judds that's got to be our number one. You and I both love it. And as we have counted down to Christmas here on Encouragement Cafe, this song really tells the message. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Yes. Oh, holy night. Um, beautiful carol. I love the Judd's rendition, but honestly, I've never heard a rendition of it that I didn't love. It's also one that brings me right to the to the throne of God, right to the heart of worship, um, you know, and just uh, the thrill of hope. A weary world rejoices. It's just, you know, it is. It's, it's fall on your knees music. I love it. Well, as we uh, wrap this day up, I hope that you have your own countdown to Christmas, those songs that you play that remind you of why we celebrate this season and throughout the year. It's because Jesus came to give us life. May the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week and keep playing those Christmas songs. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week, where we fill you up one cup at a time.